Thank you for joining me today on Good News with Twanda Black, where we're discovering some of the most inspiring trials to triumph stories and empowerment moments. Call up a friend and let them know it's time for some good news. Hello and welcome to Good News. I'm Twanda Black, your host. We interview folks from all walks of life about all different things. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some good news, all right? My good news today is my friend, Alfreda Stukes. Most folks know her as Frida, and she is CEO of Stukes Management, LLC. Now, I know she's a radio host. I know her as a community activist and um, just a friend to everybody, but she does so many other things. How are you today, Frida? I am doing wonderful. I am absolutely wonderful. You know, I tell people all the time, why complain? Especially <laughs> if we are were able to wake up and place our feet on the ground, that's a good day. <laughs> I tell you, it really, really is. Tell us about yourself. Um, not necessarily how you got to the community part, but um, how you were raised, um, you know, as a girl. Okay, well, you know, everybody thinks their life is interesting. <laughs> and I have often said uh, when I speak to different people, whether it's women, men, children, um, a lot of times when you're a child and you don't know this, you're being groomed for certain things in life. And I had no idea that our God had placed in my parents to groom me to do the things that I'm doing today. And I won't go all the way back, but I will start, since I am, I consider myself a Georgia Peach. <laughs> I will start uh, when I was in the eighth grade. My family has always been very much hands-on in the community. And if you recall it, I know you do, I know the world knows um, the belated, beloved, respected Mayor Maynard Jackson. Mm -hmm. Well, my dad was one of the grassroots workers in the field supporting him in all kinds of ways. So he and my mom kept us in the field. We would be passing out pamphlets. My dad, uh, he owned the first black, he was the first black owner of a BP service station in the city of Atlanta. Wow. Um, owner of Bankhead Highway and Fulton Industrial. Right now it's woods there. Mm. <laughs> but um, leaders from across the state will literally come and support my dad just to come across town because this was a black man that owned the BP service station just to get gas. And back then that's when you know, the workers used to be dressed in their uniforms. They would go out there, pump the gas. They would fix the repair of the cars on site. Well, my dad got to know uh, Mr. Jackson. That's what we always called him. And he became, he and my mom was very busy and visible in the community when he ran for the mayor of the city of Atlanta the first go round. So with that being said, all five of us, including me as five siblings, we were busy, but we were just having fun. Out there selling watermelons, giving watermelons away, passing out pamphlets and doing all type of wow. things. And then once he was elected as the mayor for the city of Atlanta, his communications team or someone on his staff said, 
why not have one of BP's children to introduce him when he speak at the first public school in Atlanta, Georgia? So guess who that BP child was selected? It was me. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so that was, um, and I remember that, you know, that was so many years ago because I was in eighth grade, but I remember it as if it was yesterday. Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, that was my first time ever going downtown to City Hall. My dad used to have to take me down there to rehearse with his team because they, they said it was okay for me to read the introduction, but they wanted me to kind of know it, you know, mm -hmm. some of it by heart. And I remember every time my dad would take me down there, he'll be holding my hands and keep in mind, I'm in the eighth grade back then, you know, that's when you had plaques in your head, big bows. Nowadays, you know, the young girls, eighth graders, they have weaves in their mm -hmm. hair and mm -hmm. makeup on and everything else is a totally different generation. But I remember walking into Atlanta City Hall and looking around and thinking, this is the biggest building I have ever seen in my life. As an eighth grader, that's how I thought. So with that being said, uh, it was held at my high school. And back then also, eighth grade started at high school. Yes, I right. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And I graduated from Hopper Archie. I'm sorry, it was Hopper High School at the time. It's Hopper mm -hmm. Archie now. But I introduced uh, Mr. Maynard Jackson to the world. And I'll never forget, the campus was filled with media all over the campus. And again, when I think about it and I roll back, I'm like, oh my God, that was me. This little girl on the stage introducing him, his first, um, his first speech, if you will, at a public school in Atlanta. And it was me that introduced this man. You know, and that changes your life forever. Yes. It does. My life as it is, when I think about Mr. Jackson, it became full circle. Um, I was a full grown adult at the Hyatt Regency Atlanta. He presented me an award in October, 1992. Wow. And that was amazing to me. And especially for him to personally present me the award. And his words were so profound. He mentioned uh, to the guests or the audience that was there that he has been knowing me and my family since I was a little girl. And basically he was saying, look at her now. You know, the foundation was laid for her and she's still giving back to the community. So he, I cannot quote his every word, but I do remember he mentioned that uh, that the community need to look at me as a role model because of what I'm doing in the community. And it's always about helping others. Mm -hmm. But you know, I, I have to share with you, I'm grateful. Again, I'll have that, um, that award that I have right now in my office at Home for Life. But, mm -hmm. I, yeah, but, I, but I also have to go back and give credit uh, to my parents because I wouldn't be me without them. That's right. Because children do look at what their parents are doing, you know? And so I'm forever grateful. I'm forever grateful for that. My, my dad, he passed seven years ago and he used to always tell us 
God is looking for you to come through those pearly gates. But what's most important, he's looking to see how many people you are bringing with you mm. through those gates. Mm -hmm. And that's powerful. And the crazy, beautiful thing about it, if you speak to any of my other four siblings, the way I just quoted that to you, they will quote that to you as well, because verbatim, that's exactly what my daddy used to tell us all the time. Mm -hmm. Wow, he, he sounded phenomenal. Yeah. Um, so I know you do a lot of community work and, uh, you know, we've done toys with Santa. We've been in City Hall, we've, you know, so many different things mm -hmm. that, that we have participated in together. So talk about men and women of distinction. Why did you create that? Well, originally, it's kind of funny when you think about uh, the men of distinction. I used to have, um, and I still have a lot of girlfriends. And a lot of my girlfriends, you know, I just have those casual conversations. And at the same time, you know, I'm still working in the community, giving back. And I used to have some of my girlfriends to say, where are the good men? They're either locked up, they're not educated, or they're not taking care of their children, or just different things like that. And I asked them, well, where have you all been? Because that's not the circle that I'm around. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And believe it or not, uh, the vision came to me to start an organization, the Men of Distinction Atlanta. And what I did, um, I reached out to my friends, many that you know, mm -hmm. uh, many that are known locally, nationally, and internationally. And I shared with them about the vision, but I also talked about so many uh, parents, but there are also a lot of men that are single parents That's right. and that we need to have more hands-on role models in the community making positive impacts with our young men. Mm -hmm. And I also thought about me because during this time I was a single mom, single mom raising two children, uh, a daughter and a, uh, a daughter and a son. And I wanted my son Josh to be a part of an organization like that. So basically I put the vision together uh, Men of Distinction Atlanta is very active, hands-on in the community, and many people that you talk to, I talk to, uh, are very active, always doing something. And one of the biggest programs that we have that um, I actually donated to Atlanta Public Schools, um, and it's a very effective program, is called A Circle of Men. Mm -hmm. And so the Men of Distinction, they have, I think it's about 150 young men that they mentor. And we started with these particular group of young men when they were in the eighth grade and they are now juniors in high school. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty cool. And they stay up, you know, closely involved with them. Now due to COVID last year, we kind of pushed back on a lot of things, but we did hold um, a couple of webinars, but it's kind of different being hands-on right there with them versus yeah. virtual, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially with young kids, they, they yeah. need hands-on. Exactly, exactly. But so, I, so then you created Women of Distinction. So I did. I how long that. after Men of Distinction did you create Women of Distinction? Um, I created the Women of Distinction probably about two years maybe afterwards. And believe it or not, are you familiar with, well, I know you're familiar with Keith Mitchell. He's part of the RD group after seven. Mm -hmm. He's the one that actually said, Frida, 
He said, you have the men of distinction. Why don't you create an organization based around women similar to that? And I told him that I had been thinking about it, but you know how sometimes you need to hear someone to speak it into existence mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. you or for you? And that's basically what happened with that. So with the Women of Distinction, we are extremely busy in the community. Matter of fact, we just recently had an outreach. Uh, we have a new program called Come Back Boots to Stilettos. Mm. And we are working very closely with women veterans and their children. And what a lot of people may not know, um, a lot of the women veterans, when they come back from retiring and things of that nature, you will be surprised of some of the things that they experienced while they were serving our country. Oh yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. even from being raped. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. And, and not, the, not being free to say anything. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. So I'm even learning more about that as well. You know, things that they have experienced. But um, we've had a couple of major programs. Like I said, the last one was uh, last week, a matter of fact, and it was in McDonough, Georgia. So I'm really excited about this program and the many things that we're doing. That's and then, awesome. yeah, and then lastly, I have the organization called the Joshua Stoops Foundation. Mm -hmm. Now, the Joshua Stoops Foundation, I have to share with you, and you already know this, um, that particular organization is very dear and near to my heart. And that's because, unfortunately, I lost my son uh, five years ago. It seemed like it was yesterday. It does. Yeah. And um, for your viewers that may not know, he got out of his vehicle to help someone that was in an accident and another car hit him. Um, so at his service, it was a little over 2,000 people that attended his service. And my daughter, she said, Mom, look at all the people that attended Josh's service. And the majority were young adults. Mm-hmm. She said, we need to do something to make sure that his spirit and his legacy stay alive. And that's how it came about for starting the organization. And one of our biggest supporters over everyone is the City of Atlanta Fire and Rescue Department. He was about to become a City of Atlanta firefighter. Mm -hmm. uh, he was one year from receiving his degree in criminal justice, and he had just purchased his first home at age 23. So he had a lot going on, a lot of good things mm -hmm. going on. Mm -hmm. So the city recognized him and honored him as uh, Chief Officer Joshua DeWitt Stoops. And then the college, Tahoma Community College in Mississippi, granted him his diploma in criminal justice. So we stay really busy with that as well. So I'm always busy doing something. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what? And I know people tell you this all the time, but you need to sit down and take some time and write a book because there's so much to tell you it's so many stories so just so much to tell but look we just finished on the grid conversations with uh the mayor mayoral candidates for yeah. city of atlanta so now we're down to two and you're going to do it again yes we are well we are waiting on confirmations from the two top uh, candidates and i have to stop for a second and thank you uh you were there on site interviewing the candidates 101 and other special guests and as always you are a superstar so thank you thank you my you pleasure are, you are so skilled and so well versed on top of being 
uh, very well respected in the state of Georgia. So just know that we all love you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes, but we have the final one that's coming up. This will be number four, really, because Ooh. the first one I had um, on the grid conversation, it was with uh, candidate Jackie Labac, that mm -hmm. Lamont, that's running mm -hmm. for post three at large. And then we had one for Dr. John Ease, that's yeah. one for Georgia Secretary of State. Mm -hmm. And then we had, we invited the top six mayor candidates, four came out of the six, and that was very successful, the one that you participated in. And now we are looking at doing the last and final on the grid conversation on November the 28th. So again, Woo! to all your viewers, we're just waiting on the confirmations to come in. And once we do that, we're ready to get started. You're gonna be there with us too, hopefully, right? I hope so, I hope so. <laughs> I'm excited. This is gonna be such a good race. Yeah. Um, you also have a national webinar with uh, State Senator Warnock coming up. Yes, yes. You know, people have asked me often, what do you do? How do you make your money, <laughs> you know, to survive? You know, and they ask that question because I'm always out doing community things where I am an entrepreneur at heart, at spirit, the mm -hmm. core of me. And I take that out for my dad as well. Well, as you mentioned up front, my company is Stoops Management LLC, and I have clients. That's how I pay my bills. Right. <laughs> One of my uh, major clients is the National Coalition of 100 Black Women. Mm -hmm. Now, the National Coalition has 62 chapters across the United States. My contract is with the national that oversees the 62 chapters. Mm -hmm. And what I do, I am responsible for managing their corporate headquarters, which is located here in Atlanta, Georgia. But also, I'm responsible for overseeing and making sure that national conferences, webinars, seminars, anything that's on a national scale is executed and executed with accuracy. So that's my role. So regarding the webinar that we have coming up on November 17th, <laughs> um, it's with the U.S. Senator or not. We're really excited about that. Um, we also have the host committee is the National Coalition of 100 Black Women. We have the national president for the links um, incorporated and also the black women's agenda. And mm -hmm. trust, it's, it's going to be thousands and thousands of people in attendance with that. Awesome. So that's the, um, then we have one more that's coming up before by year end and then the others will kick off next year. And we're also getting ready for national conferences that will be taking place in Washington, D.C. and Chicago. So I stay pretty busy. You do. Like, I just don't advertise when I'm traveling. <laughs> you don't need to. <laughs> you don't need to. Yeah, um, exactly. But tell folks how they can learn more about you, reach out to you if they need your services, or they want to be active in what you're doing in the community. Well, there are several ways and several contact uh, information I can give you, but I'm going to keep it simple for everyone. Um, first, my web my website is www.fridastukes.com. You can always reach me through my website. And again, that's www.fridastukes.com. Or you can follow me in, on the social media platforms of every one of them. It's Frida Stukes. <laughs> Okay. Real simple. Yeah, real simple. Freedom Stoops. You put that in, you would definitely be able to find me. 
Um, but my email address as well, if you wanted to send something directly to me, is Stoops LLC62 at gmail.com. But again, the best way to reach me would be through my website because that will come directly to me plus um, the staff members that support me. All right. Now, you, you're one of the hardest working women I know. <laughs> and, and you know what? We're going to keep this truck rolling until the wheels fall off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can't do it anymore but yeah. thank you so much for all you do all your service in the community and just how how kind you are you have a very good heart and you have a, a servant leadership spirit which i think most of us do in our little circle so thank you so much alfreda stooks for joining me today on good news well thank you i really appreciate it and i would like to close out by saying one of my favorite verses um, and I kind of wrote it down because I didn't want to leave any words out to your listeners. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. And that's John 6, 35. Believe it or not, I read that quite often. And that's why I know that I have favor. And if your listeners pull out a verse that they truly believe in and dive into every single word, they would never thirst for anything because God always has our back. And thank you for allowing me to be a part of the program with you today. All right. That was some good news coming from Alfreda Stoops now. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah, I love it. Alfreda Stukes, that was great. If you'd like to be a guest on Good News, you can email me at twandeblack at thepgnetwork.org or goodnews at thepgnetwork.org. You can watch the show on PGN TV and on all of our digital streaming apps or visit pgntv.org. We'll see you next time for some good news. Y'all be blessed.